are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locks on Diamondbacks podcast, a part of the Locks on Podcast Network, your team every day you're listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got Locked On Padres host Javi Reyes on the pod today to discuss the second half collapse of the Padres. Did he see it coming? You Darvish sticky stuff, Eric Hosmer struggles. So we got a whole bunch I want to talk to you about on today's pod. So what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into the pod because it's a fun one. And me and Javi have a great time talking Padres and D-backs on this one. That was a greetings, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? What's up? What do you want to say? Was, go ahead. Say, you, you, you want you want to talk? Go I was ahead. gonna say that was a pretty sick intro. I was like in awe. I was mesmerized. It was pretty was cool, mesmerized. right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty great, man. It's pretty great. Miller Thomas making his debut on the old YouTube. His YouTube channel not up yet. So I'm I'm getting in there. I'm kind of a front runner. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm getting in there before the Pioneer. wave of locked on Diamondbacks starts hitting. I'm a exactly. Mm. I'm I'm joining the bandwagon. I was an initial investor. Ooh dare I say, in the Lockdown Diamondbacks like experience on YouTube. That should be coming up soon. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, for today's episode, guys, it is Tuesday. I don't know exactly yeah. which day this is dropping on, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, whichever day it is, yes, there you go. Sorry, I'll record my own thing afterwards for audio listeners and whatnot. But for YouTube listeners, whatever day it is, shouts to you. Most likely Tuesday for me, uh, Miller. It's going to be on this uh, this Friday. We're recording on a Thursday, Thursday, September 23rd. Uh, a bunch of stuff just happened. But before we get into all that, because Miller, believe it or not, is the one that started this whole thing. I just want to mention really quickly, this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join me uh, on Saturdays, usually, uh, whenever you're listening to this. Usually I do a, a Green Room live on Saturdays for the Padres game, the Eastern time of whenever it starts. Uh, there's probably only a couple more moments for that, at least for mm-hmm. the regular season. So tune into that. And Miller, when do people uh, can oh, check out you? Sundays, usually after the D-backs to lose. That's, that's my prime time, right around 4 o'clock. That's the prime time for uh, D-backs Green Room. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So be sure to do that, guys. Spotify Greenroom, changing the way we talk sports. Follow both of us on there. But believe it or not, I am not technically the host today. I mentioned this at the beginning. Millard is actually the one who invited me on to talk stuff. He said he has a Mm -hmm. lot of questions for me. So I'm ready to just shoot it, to be perfectly honest with you. Both of our teams are kind of out of it in their own respective ways, but I'm ready for it. It's always a good time talking to you, even if we devolve into Ratchet and Clank and anime stuff. I always have a lot of The confidence. What do you mean you're already out of it? You still got a a week and a half left. There's like 10, 11 games. How far are you guys back? I believe they're at a 0.8% chance to make the playoffs. Really? (laughs) Oh, I'm actually looking. According to baseball reference. I'm looking at the wild card standings right now. I actually didn't even realize you guys were six games back. I thought you guys were only like, I thought (laughs) you guys were only two games back. That's why I want to talk. I was like, oh, you guys are still right in the mix. I was like, oh. "Oh." 
That's the funniest part about the Padres is most people, they know it's not going well. They don't know how bad it's going. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, you're on like, you know, DEFCON 2, right? It's like, no, no, no. We're on DEFCON 7. Like, that's how bad it's been for the last basically month, two months of Padres baseball. It's been uh, pretty, pretty miserable. I'm trying to check right now what exactly their chances are as of Thursday, but I can't seem to yeah, find that, it. That's pretty disgusting. Um, I know the Cardinals were down. Yeah, it says zero. It says zero point one percent chance. Yeah, they're, not, so they're not saying making, there's they're a chance, making. as the old cliche is. Yeah, I, that's kind of <laughs> how I want to start off the show, Javi. Because of course, I mean, I'm sure you've regurgitated the points a million times on your podcast, but over here on Locked On Diamondbacks, we just know our own misery. So we want to share. We want to. We want this to be a bonding experience of misery, Javi. And I want to know. Just, just let me know, <laughs> Javi. What's gone on in the second half? Because you guys, I have your record here in the first half. You guys were 53 and 40 in the first half but 23 and 35 in the second half like what the hell has been going on look man it's been so 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 much right like this is a team that was expected to be a world series kind of contender right a championship contender at least in the top Mm -hmm. five or six and they kind of while they did flop around a little bit in the first half they we realized kind of quickly that all right this team isn't going to break the records right this isn't going to be the 2001 mariners which is fine i don't think that that was something that necessarily was a problem you know losing to some subpar teams including your your team the diamondbacks and then the second half happened and basically it's literally ever since the max scherzer no trade um from Mr. Ken Rosenthal that was first reported that didn't happen. Basically every single development related to the Padres has been bad with the exception of maybe Blake Snell, who had an incredible August and seems like he was just totally back. Then I started talking with some friends of mine, other people on the network about how great he's been. And then he gets hurt promptly and goes on the IL. So I do blame myself for that for sure. But in terms of the rest of the team, I mean, it's bad, dude. The, even Tatis, you had the Tatis and Machado incident. I imagine that you might have a mm. question about. I, knowing you, <laughs> you're ready to mm, you're ready to bring that up. But uh, that that thing happens. You know, they get swept by the Cardinals after winning two out of three against the Astros uh, in terms of just recent things. And it stinks because it's like you guys were slowly maybe had a chance. If you get a series win here, you're right back in the postseason. It's going to be tough, but at least you're right back into it. And now it's like you would basically have to win out completely and the Cardinals would have to lose every game. But considering they won 11 in a row, uh, it's probably not happening. And there's a lot of turmoil and a lot of stuff that's going to change in the offseason. I would put a lot of money on that for sure. Yeah, I mean, when you have the expectations the Padres had coming into the season and the collapse that they've had in the second half, I mean – when you when you were coming off the first half, I'm sure you were happy, you were giddy, you're like, look at the Padres are right here in the mix. We're looking like a mm-hmm. World Series contender. I mean, how far off mm-hmm. was this second half collapse from your mind? Like, did did this thought of being? I, I just looked up the record. The Padres have one more win than the D-backs in the second half. Like, that's how that's how bad it's been for your team. Yeah, that's that's like, a great. Did that mm-hmm. thought of an utter collapse ever cross your mind after the first half? You'll hear Javi's response, but today I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. I share a bed with a Pro Bowl quarterback, an Olympic swimmer, and a national women's soccer star. 
I should explain. When I heard how many athletes sleep on a molecule mattress and call it their best sleep ever, I ordered one for myself and they are spot on. I'm no elite athlete, but I do play a lot of basketball and sometimes my back ties up on me. Well, Molecule Sleep Scientists literally created the world's most perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch, not like other foam mattresses. It has six times the airflow of my old mattress, so it keeps me cool at night. Molecule Mattress is how elite athletes and Miller Thomas are able to get the best night of sleep ever. Sleep on your Molecule Mattress risk-free for 100 nights if you don't have your deepest, most restorative sleep ever, return it. Visit onmolecule.com and save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON. Again, save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at onmolecule.com. I would say that <laughs> it's a good question, man. I think that the biggest problem is I expected, like, like I said, that you you realize kind of early on that this isn't like a World Series winning team, I, or not World Series winning team, but a world breaking team. They're not going to break any records necessarily. They're just going to be very good because they have a lot of depth and stuff. But one thing that really stood out is they, unlike say teams like you know Tampa, teams like some of the other great teams in the league, they don't have as many just okay players and decent, not going to necessarily win you eight games. They're not going to have wars of, you know, uh, 6.5 or whatever, like Tatis, but they're not going to actively ruin your team. The Padres have a ton of those guys, whether it be Eric Hosmer, who look, I'm telling you, you want to just do well on Padres, Mm -hmm. Billard. You want to get some retweets. Just make fun of Eric Hosmer really quickly. I promise you it'll get you some likes for people. I'll give you the old retweet. People love slandering him. And then you look at guys like, you know, Hassan Kim, who is a little bit of a fan favorite, sure, but he can't hit at all. And literally when you watch him, he's a guy that even on outside pitches, he always seems to be like trying to pull it. Extreme pull hitter. I think he's around like 49, 50% or something like that on the year, which isn't good. And you can see it. You literally can see that he doesn't look ready, but it's not like they can necessarily send him down with the current contract that he has. Um, literally, like it's, it's, it's really frustrating. Then you've got Will Myers, who is just okay at best. But extremely overpaid, not a great player. Thankfully, he comes off the books uh, at the end of next season. But you have that, and then you have you have the pitching. You Darvish, <laughs> since the the sticky stuff breakdown, on top of maybe there are maybe potentially some injury stuff with him, which is the only saving grace to maybe not totally slander him and say that he's just a total sticky stuff abuser and all that stuff. Maybe. I don't really know. But he had a total collapse in the second half. Ryan Weathers, when he was a starter, rookie of the year guy, Basically, or at least in not the rookie of the year, but like he was in that like top slate of rookies for the first half of the season. His ERA bloated to like 5.8 or something crazy like that. And he became unplayable to the point where they have to bring up and call and sign random guys like Aaron Nola and Vince Velasquez. Uh, not Aaron Nola, uh, Jake Arietta and Vince Velasquez. Uh, two, two guys that are just bums, <laughs> let me tell you, when it comes to pitching. Aaron Nola almost killing my fantasy team today. Thank God, my opponent. I'm in the championship, by the way, for my me fantasy too, baseball sir. league. I'm hype. And I know you're a betting man. Uh, it is for money. There so we go. There we that. go. But, um, yeah. 
look, it's it's been really, really disastrous. I would say aside from some obvious stuff like Tatis, Machado hasn't had a world-breaking season, just a very, very good one. You know what I mean? Like maybe a four-war player around that line, still plays a good glove, plays in every game. You know what you're going to get from him. Tatis, MVP candidate, probably not going to get it. He's been good. But then Joe Musgrove and then Blake Snell's one month. Uh, the second half of the Padres has been disastrous, yeah. man. Absolutely yeah, I don't disastrous. think you can understate that because I'm pulling up the game logs for some of your players in the second half. I mean, your outfield basically went in the gutter in the second half of the season. I mean, they yep. have Grisham batting 198, 596 OPS, Fam 201, 675 OPS. Will Myers is your best outfielder at 252, 787. I thought it was funny. You were like, oh, his, his contract comes off the books next year. At the beginning of the year, you've been like, Let, let's re-sign this guy, five-year deal. Now it's like I'm yeah. looking ahead. When does his contract end? When can we get him off the books? It sounds like you've had mm-hmm. a little 180 on Will Myers over there. It sounds like uh, he might. <laughs> All right, look, I still love Will Myers. Let me be clear. I've never liked Hosmer. Okay, and I think true. one of the reasons I've never liked Hosmer is because Haas, it's like, all right, guys, it's like Myers has at least some meme ability to him. You've seen my picture on Green Room, the one where he's mm-hmm. like this. Like just randomly staring. He's got some funny memes. He has that great one of him at the Taco Bell. He has the insane moment when he was mocking Andy Green live on Twitch, which like blew up and all that stuff. And he's got like a laid back personality. He's fun. I like the bat flips. I, I like him. He's not a. He's not yeah. awful. He's not actively killing the team. Uh, let's like let, let me just say that he's definitely not great. But he's he hasn't been that bad this year. It's some of the advanced stats are bad because of his you know hard hit rate and all that stuff and the barrel percentage. But in terms of just him as a player pretty decent um i've never just i've just never understood how like people watch eric hosmer aside from his playing ability and are like oh yeah that's my guy i'm like <laughs> he's kind of boring like and not to be mean he's just your average kind of joe you know what i mean he doesn't say anything crazy doesn't do anything crazy he's just kind of there like he'll have a moment maybe in the playoffs back with the royals but otherwise i've never really understand why some padres fans pre uh 2021 this season were like nah man you still gotta believe in Haas. it's like i mean i still believe in him but why are you so fervently like attached to him like they're so ready to pounce on you almost beforehand at least that was some uh areas of padres twitter uh maybe a year or so ago but you know, it's it's been a little rough, man. I think that with the with all that said, you still got to hope that they, I guess, improve in the future. Right? Maybe they feel like he kind of got the train rolling for the Padres because wasn't he like the first major offseason signing like they probably had in a while prior to Machado coming over? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Like they basically have. That's the only saving grace is you could argue that they were just trying to show we are a market now. We're not going to do what Cleveland does. We're not going to do what apparently the Nationals do. Right. We're actually going to like spend a whole lot of money. Right. And we're going to actually start this. Maybe that leads to Machado, but that's still being a that's still a very generous way to view. It. It's still one of the worst contracts yeah. in baseball, because um, even at the time it was like, whoa, like, are we sure we're even going to get one pretty great year worth that money at best you get one and you'll get like a decent year not like an incredible you know world beating year like um like machado because machado you know yeah he's going to decline eventually probably it's very rare that players live up to that contract every single year of the deal right unless you're max scherzer apparently um but for for eric osmer it was just like oh my gosh and like i said pottery store they love the slander they love making fun of the alleged um clubhouse leadership and all that stuff they really like just killing this guy let me tell you but um millard let me talk to you about something really quickly because i can't think of a transition but we're gonna go (laughs) for it anyway slow look 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 hosmer he's he's a little bit of a slow Mm -hmm. guy right 
Machado, he can be a little slow on the base paths, especially, even though it's not due to a lack of hustle, just um, aside from, you know, common mis- it's a misconception by a lot of people but slow is just right if you're on vacation a sloth or describing quickbooks more like slow books it sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes integration difficulties and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need now is the time to switch to netsuite by oracle the number one financial system because netsuite gives you visibility and control of your financials inventory hr e-commerce and more it's everything you need to grow all in one place with netsuite you can automatic your or i'm sorry automate your processes that was wrong verbiage there and close your books in no time no matter how big your business grows failing to switch to netsuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint right ahead and right now guys right now millard Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on right now. Get special 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 <laughs> financing at netsuite.com slash locked on. Remember to go there, guys, for sure. And also, Miller, are you familiar with the the best protein bars in the galaxy? Yes, you familiar I got a with a new them? package yesterday. Oh, really? What package Cookie did you get? Dough chunk cookie dough chunk guys if you Delicious. look I, I mean i've been screaming from the mountaintops for a while we're talking about built bars ladies and gentlemen and like miller said with the cookie um the cookie chunk one what i love about them is such a great variety of flavors whether it's the cookie one whether it's strawberry whether it's grasshopper cookie there's a raspberry shortcake uh. one that i love whenever it comes around uh mint brownie cherry barcia german chocolate cookies cream they got all sorts of flavors and i imagine given the fall these these crazy folks at Built Bar, man, they're gonna they're gonna come up with like a pumpkin spice flavor. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. But uh, most importantly, aside from the great taste and a great variety uh, variety of flavors, they are healthy for you. They are protein bars after all. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams net carbs. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked15 and you'll get 50% off your next order. Remember that's promo code locked15 for 15% off at Built Bar. Com. I think I did okay there. Decent, not my best transition in the world. I tried to walk it back. You know what I mean? But I think I did okay. I don't know about you. I do have one question. Is it builtbar.com or is it built.com? That is a great question. Is it built bar or built? Have I been say- oh no, have I been getting it wrong the whole <laughs> I time? Think- I mean, if you typed in builtbar.com, I imagine <laughs> yeah. you'd still find if you find it. Right? If you type it in Google, it should pop up. But I think it's I- it is it's built it's built.com. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's I think funny. it used to be builtbar.com. Who knows? I've definitely said built bar. That's how long I've been hyping these things up ever since they literally had a different URL. How about that? Um but yeah. Uh, dude, let's continue talking. What else? What else you got? Yeah, for me? You, you mentioned Hosmer. You mentioned how people like to slander him. My favorite Padre probably to slander right now on the podcast because I think we've jacked him up the last two times oh, we saw boy. him is you, Darvish. And you mentioned oh, it. You mentioned it. You <laughs> brought it up. The sticky stuff. You know, his hands a little sticky when he pitches, but now he can't do that no more. And we've seen the results. Mm-hmm. We've seen these second half results. So yeah. I, I, just like how far convinced are you that? He might have been a product of the sticky stuff because there. it seems like there could be a correlation between the numbers. I don't know, Javi. I just can only tell you what the numbers in my eye test tells me. It's funny because what they say that it helps you out with mm-hmm. a lot is like kind of the, the RPMs, right? The revolutions or the mm-hmm. rotations, whichever fancy word you want to use per, per minute. But like 
those numbers have kind of fluctuated yeah. a little bit, but not really in a way where it's like, you know, I remember when the, the stuff first came down, right? They're like, oh my God, look at all these pictures. It's minus 600 or whatever the heck, like clearly have an effect. With you, Darvish, it went down, but not in a way that was like more conducive to being like, okay, this guy was like the biggest abuser of all time. So yes, it might've had an impact, but I also think that he's been dealing with some injuries. He's been a little mm. bit in and out uh, in the second half with a couple of backs tightnesses. And most importantly is this, the guy's older. I think that's kind of a sneaky thing about you, Darvish, is that he's 34 now, 35 actually, as of August. And that might play into it. We've seen you and I, we've se- we've been following baseball for a long yeah. time. Guys just fall off, man. Like, unlike the NBA, unlike the NFL, unless it, it has something to do with an injury usually in the NFL, guys don't become, you know, Cy Young caliber in the case of you, Darvish, and then they're about as good as Marikel- Marikel- Oh, You know what I mean? Uh, like, that just, yeah, a I know. straight I, bullet I, I to I got I got it. I know. <laughs> he caught one, caught one. <laughs> a straight bullet but like you know a, a Merrill Kelly a you know just a, a bad pitcher you know a Jake Arrieta level of just you're just bad now right and that's what kind of happened to him in the second half so I think it's a mixture of all those things and also in fairness you Darvish very good pitcher I think that sometimes his bad seasons have gotten a little bit overrated by people where it's like all right it was an off season relax I know he was bad in the World Series but it's not like this guy became Jake Arrieta or anything like that but I, I do think that this is true. He's been a little bit of a hard uh, starting pitcher to predict. Is it possible that the Cubs were like, he had one half great season with us back in 2019, and then he was good all of 2020. Let's sell now and maybe try and get something for him just because we think it's possible that he's going to have a fall off. And for the first half, it looked like we robbed them. And now it's like, uh, maybe about even at best. Yeah, I, I don't know what's been going on with you, Darvish. It's been an interesting development to watch. And just across the league, it's been an interesting development. I know Zach Gallen has been having a pretty down season. So I've been looking into the numbers. His RPM seemed like it's been the same amount on average has been the last couple of years. So for him, I think it's really just a bad season and injury. And don't you ever put Jake Arrieta and Merrill Kelly in the same sentence again. That is straight disrespect. Kelly's been bad his past. <laughs> that was, that was a little bad man. bad his last three games, but he was the D-backs best pitcher for about 80% of the season. No cap. He's been our ace probably this season. So no, I got no. It was mean. That was mean. I should have said like, I should have said some other guy like that. I forgot what is the, some Smith oh, that's Caleb. on your team. I forgot Caleb his Smith. name. Oh. Caleb Smith. Caleb Smith, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he should have got Cut the straight bullet, but uh, yeah, that, that was a little disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, that's a little sad. I'll, I'll endorse that one. That one, that one to Caleb Smith is definitely accurate. <laughs> that's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. And remember, betting on the D backs doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag or wherever you get your podcasts. Come back tomorrow for another podcast with Javi Reyes, part two, where we break down even further the Padres' demise and everything that could happen, the aftermath, the fallout of what could happen this offseason for the Padres. And so it's going to be a jam-packed pod once again to end your work week. And thank you, all the listeners, once again for listening to me. If you want to find more of my work, go follow me on Twitter, at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account, or just look up Locked On Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!